Hey everybody, this is Real with Juan Martinez and my God, am I excited. This is a show where we have real people with real problems and of course we have to give you a real solution. So here in the house today, we have an amazing guest. Well, not in the house, but you know, even though she's in her house, she's like in our house. And so uh, Real Talk Kim, y'all know her as Pastor Kim. She's a mom, a pastor, an entrepreneur, a mentor, a motivational speaker, entertainer, five-time best-selling author, her fifth book, Shut Hell Up, was released April of 2020. She travels the world, fulfilling her passion and purpose of loving people back to life. That's a good one. That is great. Loving uh-huh. people back to life. She uses her influence to mentor people, uh, mentor people all over the world. She has a successful podcast that is reaching hundreds of thousands of people. In 2019, the RTK Inner Circle Mentorship Program gave birth. Come on, she got a circle. She got a circle. And now she has been in shows, Preachers of Atlanta. Uh, she has been a Chatter Talk show, BET. Come on, BET. All of it. All of it. Uh, Nightline News and numerous podcasts, webinars, and radio programs. My God. And, and you know what? I would add to that fashionista because, my God. They got to already know who it is. They got to know who it is. Real Talk Kim, say hi to everybody. What up, everybody? Mm-hmm. I am so honored to be here with y'all. I think I have met my match in energy with you. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you know, the crazy as it is, you know, we had a show a long time ago called Get Wrapped in Real Talk with Juan Martinez. Then I get yeah. to meet you later on in life. And so everybody says, you know, you could do it because you're just like her <laughs> or she's just like you. You know, I'm like the people like, what up? I think we're, my wife says that she wants to make a shirt that says I'm extra. Yeah, we're so extra. <laughs> extra. Somebody, somebody wrote the other night underneath one of my pictures, extra. I was like, it's in my blood. It's, it's almost <laughs> hard not to. I feel like you guys are twins separated at birth, you know? Wow. Man, so, hey, first and foremost, um, let's talk a little bit about Shut Hell Up, right? I mean, I know you, so I know probably what you would have named it, but, you know, we're going to keep it at Shut Hell Up. And it's kind of like telling the enemy to shut the hell up. Um, So tell us a little bit about the book. How did this come about? Why did you write it? Like, let's talk about that. Man, so I uh, wanted to write a book called Shut the Hell Up, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't let me. (laughs) They wanted to keep, you know, it's a Christian publisher. But man, I just found that so much of my life, I was a preacher's kid, raised in a really strict religion, and I just was born with a rebel bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to say shut the hell up, but they wouldn't let me. So instead, it's called Shut Hell Up, which I'm pretty proud of. I love that. And let's show that book again. Look at that fashion. Beautiful. Oh, my God. All the red When I saw this book, this picture, I was like, no, we got to get rid of about 30 packing pounds. But ain't nothing like yourself on the front of a book to make you put the ho-hos away. (laughs) (laughs) So go ahead. You know what? It was just my whole life. I just always was raised in this church and I'd watch people like singing these great hymns and, oh, I can't wait one glad morning when this life is, oh, I'll fly away. And they all looked like they were so miserable. And I just figured out that my whole life I was carrying this stigma of fear. And the Bible says 365 times to not fear. And here I am worried about it. Fear, fear, fear. And so finally I realized that nothing changes until I decide to tell hell to shut up. Nobody can do it for me. No counselor can do it for me. No spouse can do it for me. No amount of money can do it for me. It comes from right here and right here. you got to finally say anxiety, fear, worry, doubt, insecurity, out the dough, right? Out the dough. 
You know what I think, Pastor Juan? I Come think on. it's it's literally having that oh hell no moment. Yeah. Yeah. You facts. Know what I'm facts. Nothing changes till you have that oh hell no. Oh, oh hell no. Yeah. Hell and it has no. to be a personal thing because sometimes we we're so good at pointing fingers at it's because of this and it's because of that and it's because of this and it's because of that. Sometimes you truly have to you you have to come to a realization that it's Yourself. you. It is you. You're the common denominator. Yeah. You're the one that chose him. That old yeah. loser. If he would have just done this, well, you chose him. Yeah, you, picked, <laughs> you picked the job. You decided not to study hard, whatever Your it was. Decision. You did that. You did it. Like yeah. you, you, you stuck, you snuck time in the stock room stealing to post a post on Facebook and got fired. Come You're on. the one that didn't get your old change. Come on. You got drunk. You got high. Yes. You went to, you you went to prison. <laughs> you did sell the drugs. It was you. But no, the, the devil's out to get me. The, oh, the, the devil. I can't believe it. If that's we snitch, give him too much no, credit. that's the, that, that's part of the monopoly board. It, it, it you know, that's part of it. Nothing changes because we're too busy giving this punk credit he don't want your car he don't want your house and he don't want your booze he can't do none of it oh my god <laughs> hey okay so we're gonna we're gonna share one i wanted to talk to you and find out a little bit more about one of the i actually would you know definitely have to get the book and kind of read them all because i think they're all incredible but the one right now that was really like sticking out to me was ruled by emotions Tell us a little bit about ruled by emotion since we're living in a planet right now. And even in the end times, it talks so much about lovers of self. Everything is about desire and pleasure. So when I read ruled by emotions, I'm like, man, that 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 chapter right there is is for now. So tell us a little bit about what that means. I, I laid in bed one day and was having this full blown panic attack. I'm, I take myself to the hospital and I get to the hospital and I throw myself over the counter and I'm realizing the lady ain't trying to help me at all. And so I end up just falling, acting like I'm dead. And at that very moment, I hear God say, what are you doing? I said, I'm dying. I'm coming <laughs> home, Elizabeth. Uh, he said, you ain't dying, but you're going to lose $10,000 of your money just to find out you couldn't get your emotions under control. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Y'all, in the middle of that emergency room, I come up off that counter. There was a miracle that took place in Piedmont Fayette that night. I realized that when our emotions, that's where the enemy gets us, is in our emotions because he can't take us out. So he tries to wear us out. So he starts making all of these, a what if, the shouldas, the couldas, you're never going to be loved. You're never going to uh, get a better job. The, the, you got furloughed. This this pandemic was, instead of realizing that the Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, that he's going to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask yeah. or think. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to bless you, not harm you, give you a future and hope. So whatever you're fearing is a pile of caca. <laughs> Come on. It's Straight just not doo -doo. true. It's just not true. And so you got to begin to get your emotions. I got to get up this morning. I see the problem is we get up driven with our emotions and we don't get our day started with us de deciding what our day is going to look like. Yeah, instead yeah. of yeah. instead of listening to preaching, instead of listening to the word of God, instead of spending time intentionally, we're over there Netflix and chilling, you know, watching little fiery lies. And and, and none of that is, is building us and getting us ready for where we're walking into. And so you got to be intentional to stay ahead of your emotions instead of behind your emotions. Stop so falling apart every time something doesn't happen. We are brats. We mm. are brats. We want everything now, 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 now. And I think we got to stay ahead of it, man. Come on. If you're sick and tired of something, change it. Wow. Period. Amen. Hey, you know that what? Good. That, that, yeah, and don't give them no more. Go get mm -hmm. the book. 
Go yeah. get the book. That, hey, that's how that book starts. Ain't it? That's one of the first uh, chapters in that book. So if, if you feel, <laughs> if you just heard what was coming out of that, that was like a fire hydrant. I'm here like. You got to get some it. more of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Help it, man. Yeah. And so we want to go to uh, one of our segments, right? Stephanie, uh, this is, you know, I didn't even start off to introduce Miss Stephanie, right. man, the co-host. What's up, guys? Glad here, to be here. You know, I like calling her the assistant. She's actually my assistant. And she also <laughs> assists in all this thing. I think she's the alley-oop person. And then in the back, we got Marco, man. Man, the media man, the cameraman in the room making all the time with us. Yeah, making it happen. Without Marco, I mean, we would not be here. <laughs> you know, we need every part of the body. And so um, we're going to go to one of our segments. What's the segment? All right. So next we're going to talk about fear factor. So you already kind of touched on it. But what we like to do here on fear factor is we like to share a time where mm. fear may played a major part in your life. And then you're going to share with us on how you stepped out of it. You kind of already spoke on it. So let us know a time in your yes, life. Yes, please let us know what you scared for. You Come said. on, talk to me. So I'm not really scared of a whole lot. You know, if I find myself scared, you ain't never going to know it because I'm about to back. Yes, but that's what I want to, but that's what I want to hear. This is Even real. Though, this, is yeah, real. this is real. So I think a lot of times in, in Christian circles, we're afraid to say that we're afraid of something, but you mm -hmm. see that Oftentimes, when the Bible's telling us not to fear, means that we're going to fear. We're going to have some things we're scared of, but we step out because of our faith. It yeah. does not mean that we're not scared, and it's, and it's okay for somebody to be like, yo, I'm scared. Um, because I feel like we fail because we try to pretend like we're not scared, and then that just messes us up. But it's okay to be nervous, and it's okay to be, man, I'm really scared of this. When I first met you, I was talking to you about my first book, and I was like, man, I was telling you everything I was going through, and you were like, hey, don't worry about it, because blah, blah, blah. And you started like, da, 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 da. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, I got all encouraged. You know, you walk away from Real Talk Kim, and you're like, yes, you know. Uh, so we want to know, because that's the thing. Everybody looks at you, and they're probably thinking, She's she, fearless. She is never scared of anything. And guess what? She just she's just floating around the sky, you know, and let us know what is that fear factor. You know what's so crazy is today I told about this. I don't ever tell this story. Come on. But when I was working at Bloomingdale's about eight years ago, I get a call and they said, my dad is my everything. Like my dad is like the king, man. When he yeah. walks into a room, I know every, he, he locks the doors every night. You just feel very safe with him. And I get a call and they said, we're rushing your dad to the hospital because wow. he has, he's got his heart is going, going on. Nothing ever, ever bad has ever happened in my family like that. Wow. And I remember I walked in that room and I looked at my dad and I, I fell apart because I wow. felt like, oh my God, my dad is dying. And, and I was telling the story about how that God was setting us up at that very moment for now, mm -hmm. you know, he stayed with us, but he, we really lost him that day. But I was so scared, man. I, I literally thought there ain't no way in the world that we can make it without my dad. There's no way in the world. And now my dad's got dementia, so we're kind of living without him anyway. Wow. But God has made it where now, because he works all things together for our good, I really believe that what he's done is he's 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 allowed us to have to learn to live. You know, wow. even without here. Now we take care of him, but man, man, that talk about fear. I walked in that room and I was like an extra on a movie. I was like, <gasps> I was like Medea walking into a room, you know, yeah, like, cause it grips you I, right in the beginning. It grips you. You're, you don't know what's going to happen. It's unknown. You don't know if he's going to last another day. Right. I mean, you're hoping. And he's there ain't rock. nothing like that feeling. There's yeah. nothing like that feeling of, of your dad, your everything. 
that is laying on that bed, this strong man, and all of a sudden he looks so helpless. How do you step out of a moment where you're scared? Like, how do you step out? What does it look like when you get afraid? What does Real Talk Kim do to step out of that fear? Man, I have to go somewhere and talk to myself. You know, I have to literally leave the scene of the crime. Like I have to, I have to go. I have a, a literally, I know everybody says, oh, you have a prayer closet. I really do have a prayer closet. <laughs> and I'll walk up in that room, man, and I'll turn on some worship music. I'll lay in that floor and I'll cry like a baby. Like wow. it ain't nothing for me to, <laughs> and like I cry, I get it out. Like, I get it. listen, I am extra even by myself. <laughs> Come on. I'll oh, be like, <laughs> I'll yeah, be, yeah. and I will cry so hard. I get out because I don't hold on to nothing. I don't, I feel like that, you know, the more you deny it, I, there's some times I cry now. Even in the last year, there's some times I just lay on my floor and cry. Mm. I believe that it's important for you to realize this hurts. This sucks. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to deny it, man. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't know what, the, I don't even know what my life, I've had several of these times, y'all, where yeah. I'll just be like, I don't know what my life is going to look like. I'm handed this life. I'm handed this. I never saw this coming. Those sure. are the ones that get me. Because you were working on a Bloomingdale counter, putting makeup on people, right? That's yeah. where you were. Yeah. And so I literally froze. And, you know, it was somebody that's always had to hold it together. You know, uh, I, I I do fall apart, but I, I get I lay on that floor till I get it out, and and I, I'm not yeah. one to I, I'm pretty transparent. I really yeah. am pretty vulnerable, That's but really I think good. that was the case that started it. Come on, that moment was when I really realized that you know what, you ain't superhuman, little girl. Mm. I get hurts, yeah. and you gotta, you gotta let this stuff out, or else you're gonna walk around being a bitter old woman. Come on. Mad God for what? God didn't do this. Your daddy ate all the ice cream that made his arteries clog. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I think that, that that's the greatest gift that I've learned, Juan, is that, you know what? Stuff hurts. And that's life real. Happens, and it ain't God's fault. Life just happens. And he right. said, I would be your comforter and your friend. And so your job is to keep your heart not hard. Shonda. That's what I do. Come on. I, I love that, man. That's so good. That, that's you, real. Man. I love the transparency, too. And so the next one we're going to do is, yeah, think you, you know, know me. me. Come on. You think you know me. Tell them what that is. All right. So you think you know me. Well, Ms. Real Talk Kim, you already know there's probably all sorts of haters all in your comments on every social media. You yeah. were just telling us about somebody writing extra on a picture that you posted, <laughs> right? Come but on. But behind those comments, there's tons of people who assume something about you. They see you and they assume that, oh, well, she must be like this or she must yeah, be like that. Yeah, and they that. don't even know you. They don't know you. They don't know you. They have never met you. They've never yeah. had a conversation Hearsay. with you. Or maybe they they met you at a bad time and they Come just on. assume that, well, she's like this, you know? So you Come think on. you know me is just yeah, that. We're going to set the record me. straight on some inaccurate assumptions that people have about you. Tell it, tell it, tell it, You know what I think because it. I'm real talk Kim and I'm always dropping it. Like, God didn't die for you to be no side chick. You know, <laughs> yeah. I oh, I'm preaching on that Sunday. <laughs> Listen, I've been the culprit of a side chick. Okay? Yeah, 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 it hurts. Yeah. I think that I think that uh, people think I'm hard. People think that I am like, mm. and I'm nothing like that. Like I am. I, I y'all. This year was the first year that I got really, uh, really comfortable with uh, with um, confrontation. Like mm. I didn't even like confrontation. Wow. Mm. So I would even run from confrontation. Now, yeah. now this year a miracle's taking place. <laughs> <laughs> Firing hey, some people. Hey, you're confronting like, all of it. Like, Ain't nobody safe. 
Oh my no, God. I'm, still, I'm still a softie. I, and and, and I, I, I'm not one of those to just cut people off. Like I will ride hard for you. And I think mm. that, uh, I think that uh, my appearance and the way I come across seems real hard, but I'm really, really very soft. Mm. Uh, but I, I'm just very driven. So wow. I ain't that hard. I'm real talk, but I ain't loud mouth chunky butt. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's really good. Oh my God. Okay. So we 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 love that. There we love this segment that we're about to do right now. Um, we think it's really important. And you know, and a lot of times I see books out there that they talk about like when you meet with somebody that's important, you know, you're going to ask them one question. Don't waste time. You know, make sure you think out that question, you know. So I think for people watching this right now or listening to us right now, um, they would have to say that this is a very important part. If they listen and have the ears to hear, they can grow from your experiences. Right. right? So the next one we're going to do is Dear Younger Me. So, man, you are so beautiful. Let me just tell you that right now. You're so amazing and so beautiful. But Dear Younger Me is talking to Younger Kim. What mm. advice would you give your younger self? Think back to an age. Think back to a time where you're like, yeah, man, if I if go? I wish, if I knew this back then, maybe my life would have been different. Or maybe I would have, maybe, you know, saved myself on a little heartache. Or, I know what age. I would went to 13. And I, don't smoke that. <laughs> <laughs> Put that blood Put down. Put that blood down. <laughs> Don't do it, son. <laughs> you know, mine was ironically uh, boys. You know, I what age? At, at eighteen years old, 18. I graduated, got my diploma, and literally ran away. Man, I'm going to get married, have babies. Come on. And I wanted to be a Proverbs 31 woman, and I'll never forget y'all. My dad driving around. There's a there's a sta a road in Atlanta called 285, and it's one complete circle, and it's like yeah. 40 minutes yeah he wrote me around that thing for three times begging me not to get married he was like kimberly don't you get married girl don't wow. you get married i will send you to law school i'll buy you a bmw Yo, you would have been a I'll heck of a lawyer wow. imagine you as a lawyer yeah. <laughs> oh my god I was going to law school but i had this idea because in this religion that's what you did mm -hmm. all the girls just got married young and became wives and so that's what i was going to do that, you could drop the mic on that that's good I would have just, I would have told Kim, because I think I started a cycle back then mm -hmm. where, where I just needed, I thought that that was what I needed to, I don't know, man, but at 47, I realized that ain't all, all she wrote. <laughs> wow. So what would you have said, let's say you were going to, uh, kind of like back to the future, you would have went back, you had the ability and you, this Kim would have spoke to that Kim. What would that encounter be like? And what would you have said to that young girl that's 18, that's probably repeating cycles and what would you say to you i would just say just go to college uh be the change you don't have to you don't have to walk down the same path as your mom you don't have to because I, I spent my whole life trying to be ann taylor when god created me to be a betsy johnson i was i was literally <laughs> trying to fit in to the mold of, of pentecost wow. and I, I would tell her go to college become that lawyer Stand up and fight for rights. I would have been the activist. Stand up. I'd have been walking down front yeah. like, what, what, what? <laughs> and, and I think that I would tell her, slow your roll and go after your dreams, girl. Go wow. after your dreams. Mm -hmm. It's not in, you're, you're, you're complete without a person. You're complete. That's Man, good. That's, hey, that right there. That's well, for a lot of 18-year-old girls. Come on. Hey, right now, that's Stephanie's like. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you want to be like, you want that. You know, we do. We want to be this Proverbs 31 because that's what we were, we were brought up in. And yeah. that's, 
you know, you sit there and look pretty with your high heels and your, your, your purse and your dress matches and you can sing beautiful and you just make your husband look great. And that's just, I wish I would have just been like, girl, break the mold. Break the mold. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, so when doing this, you know, depending on the guest, and I feel like you're you're the fine guest. So I I um I definitely want to ask you, uh, okay, if you were gonna go talk to Real Talk Kim, um, two years ago, what this Kim would say to that Kim two years ago, <laughs> right? Because you're still younger. You know, yeah. We, we all I, get I mean, I, you know why I like doing this? Because I feel like we learn lessons. Like there's a lot of lessons you learn just from a pastoring, a lot of lessons from life. And I feel like when we can literally talk to ourselves two years ago is really when you truly, it's not just about the experience. It's what you learned out of the experience, right? Because we can go through experiences and learn nothing, yes. right? You still see like people who are still immature and they're 60, you know? So Realistically, I like to talk about your experiences and what you've learned. So what would be something that you could say to Real Talk Kim in the last two years? If you could go two years ago and you could talk to yourself, what would it be? I would tell her to stop taking things personal. Hmm. Stop taking things personal. When people walk out of your life, stop taking it personal. People leave, man, and don't get stuck on stupid. Just let, just, just go. And, and, and I would have, especially especially as God grows your life and God grows your ministry and God gives you a church and mm. don't hold back just because you've had a few bad apples. Mm-hmm. Uh, still give your all, don't get stuck, don't get angry, don't, don't get mad when people leave your life. Don't, don't take it personal, especially right. if you don't know them personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I would, I would stop, I would have, Definitely two years ago benefited from that because, man, back then I'd have to drink me a bottle of wine at night. Come on. No, yeah, I hear you. I'm not even kidding. Like, I I found myself, man, two years ago was a wake-up call for me. A year ago uh, was a wake-up call for me while I was traveling 51 weeks out of the year, and I was so stuck on uh, people walking out of our lives that I would literally come home and Mm. have to drink a glass of wine and end up drinking the whole bottle. And I got my attention a year ago, man, and said, girl, you better get your whole life together. And that was, that was a bad, bad place for a lot of people in my life because I found me again. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I was like, I can't believe because that's what we do to not, not fix things in our lives. We'll just numb it. And the greatest preacher on the planet just numbs it because we don't want to talk wow, about it. Now you're getting real right here. You're getting, hey, right now you're in all up in the businesses. We don't want to talk about it, Juan. We don't want to say, man, my life really sucks behind closed doors. Out here it's great, but back here. And I just think that, you know, I, would, I, would, I, I wouldn't have been where I, I'm glad I did because, man, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me Absolutely. hitting rock bottom, at, you know, two years ago. But, man, I would, I would just have said, stop. And now I don't take it personal. Now I love you. I'm not angry. I'm not bitter, Betty. I love everybody. I can pray for everybody. I want everybody to do better than me. Mm-hmm. I don't mind sharing my platform. I mean, there's wow. just like, there's just not an angry, jealous bone. And I'm sure it's because two years ago, I found myself and said, nah, girl, that ain't who you are. And I love that. Cause I mean, you know, I joke about you guys being twins separated at birth, but because of people like you, both of you, is that other people can say, you know what, they're human too, and they relate to it, and they have their struggles, and they, you know, but when you're, you can only do that when you're transparent, you know, so you guys being real, Pastor Juan, this is real, real talk, Kim, all of it is, is needed and necessary. Yeah. And you know, watching people literally die right now, pastors of mega churches, Fact. Because they can't talk about this. No, they can't, because they, they're in bubbles, the, the world, the world, 
you know, I was hearing uh, someone speak um, who's, who's very well known, and uh, he was sharing that he had asked three of his friends that are very well known as well, and uh, they were like, what's one of the worst things that happened in ministry? Now, of course, us who do ministry, you're thinking of 50 things, but the one thing they all said the same and were in different occasions asked the question was that they said, people making us famous. Yeah. Because they never really started it for that, and so you got to learn how to maneuver through that. And um, I, I, it's good. The transparency is really good, but I feel like you just want to preach the gospel and you just want to like help people. And then it's like you get put in this thing, and then you got to figure out how to live in this thing. Like you got to figure out how to be regular, real talk. And then everybody's like, "Wow, you're real talk," you know. And they're like chasing you around. And you're like, "Hey, this is not what I asked for," you know. I just want to help you, <laughs> you know. And Especially whenever you're preaching this message and then it's you're, you're fighting hell behind closed doors. Fact. Fact. And so you got to know how to navigate through that without. So I don't really let people though whine, man. I'm so transparent. I tell yeah, me too. That. Yeah, I tell I, it from I'm, me too. I tell it from the pulpit. I'm like, hey, this is where I'm at. I never be able to tell my story. Oh, yeah, I did it. I did it. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, it also shows how you overcome. Right. And it. And it gives the ability i always look at ministry almost like the overweight person right because in marriages when i'm counseling i'm like okay this is what's going to happen you're 700 pounds as a couple right now and we're going to get you to your ideal weight of what is it and they go like 180 and so i'm like okay 180 so that means we got to change your diet plan that means you got to exercise some things you got to do certain things in order to get you know i feel like that's all it is and then everybody else will want to know how you lost the weight that's really like Test, yeah, you know, how'd you lose the weight? How'd you lose this? How'd you lose that? So that's really what God has called us to do so that when we lose that weight in whatever it was, whether it was pride, you know, drugs, alcohol, anger, whatever, they'll be, you know, you get to really explain to them, this is how I got out. This is how I lost yeah. the weight, you know? Yeah. And, and you also get free from what people say, because the, the bigger you go, the meaner people get. Mm. Mm -hmm. They be letting that get mm. to you. You got to realize that I, I, I let stuff roll off me so easy. Hurt people, hurt people, man. But heal people, heal people. You you say something ugly about me, I'm gonna get even more loving towards you. Come on, you. as a proverb says, that's putting coals on people's heads. Know it. <laughs> you know, so okay. So you got to be able to hang handle it. We're gonna do the final one, the final segment, and uh, the struggle was real. Explain that a little bit, because right. you know, a lot of times people say the struggle is. Yeah, we always hear everybody talk about the struggle is real. They the struggle, struggle is real. Is we, real. We're struggling Come right on. now, right? Hey. But man, sometimes we do struggle. That's the fact, right? But we're we're calling it the struggle was real because we're gonna talk about something that you struggled with in the past. Yeah. All right. That was something you know you guys are keeping it real all the way across the board. So what was the struggle for you? How did you overcome that struggle? Something that you really struggled with. And let me tell you, you know, the the whole thought behind it came. You know, remember the lady back in the day that was like, I'm falling and. I I can't get up right i feel like a lot of people come with that terminology like oh you don't understand i can't make it through this mm. but the goal is for you to say how you overcame something and somebody's going to be listening and they're going to see a person that fell and got up yeah. you with me so that's yeah. the whole goal of this so the struggle was, was real. real yeah my struggle was always because i was in special ed my whole life yeah. like literally i still don't know where commas and periods go yeah yeah and, and my struggle was always trying to pretend that it was better than it was in my life. Wow. Uh, so I would, 
I would uh, always like I'd get around people that could quote all these scriptures, and then I would I'd be like, oh my God, I would I would literally preach, and I'd go home and I'd beat myself up. I'd be like, that was the stupidest sermon you ever preached in your life. They're never going to ask you back. And then so I started being intentional about I'm not gonna I'm gonna not gonna waste this whole journey. I'm not gonna waste this. God, mm. I literally was praying specifics. God, help me get free. That was when I was drinking the bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, God, I need to get free from feeling like I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, I don't deserve to be here. And man, when I tell you, God got, got me so free. Mm. I got so free. I got so delivered. I got so, man, it took me to, I was probably 47, no, 45, 45, 46, 47. I started walking in what God's called me to walk in. I walk in and I'll come in with the thunder, man. It's thunder. like, this is come what on. God's given me. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it was because I got free from people. People had me bound. People, wow. the way they looked at me, thought I was too extra. I'm too much. I'm so, and I would try to calm myself down. I would talk to myself, Kim, you're going to slow down. When you walk in there, you're going you're gonna to talk like a grown-up for about at least 30 minutes into your sermon. Don't don't start on 100. As soon as I get that mic, I'd be like, wow! And I got to a point where I was like, God, you created me this way. And so in my prayer was, Lord, let me always be me. And man, when he set me free, he set me all the way free. And now I live my best life. You hear me? So the struggle used to be trying to be an Ann Taylor when God created me to be a Betsy Johnson. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I can hear the singing voice too on the cool. You know, you sang, you sang. I, I got mine. Right. There's, there's, like, there's a right. woman in there. You hear me? She okay. in there. She inside there somewhere. <laughs> Oh my God! Got the the piano, the. <laughs> the the piano. Yeah, I gotta start bringing. I gotta learn how to play the piano. That would be cool. But um, here's the thing. You know why I don't learn how to play the piano? Because you imagine if I knew how to play the piano, the altar calls would be like an hour and a half. I'll be, <laughs> be like, I got another song. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, Juan. You know how I got free from that struggle? Uh, Let me tell you how I got free from that struggle. How? I literally went and got me a tutu, and I preached in a tutu and combat boots for seven months. Wow. You're kidding me. I promise you. I, pro I would march my butt right up in there looking like a fairy godmother. Whoa. And it got me free. It uh, sure did. It, it started a movement where people would literally come to the conferences and say, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. And everybody walk up in there with tutus on. Now, I don't wear them tutus no more because I preach <laughs> to a lot of men now. Men ain't going to listen to a fairy godmother. But <laughs> I gotta They're going to be like, yo, even though I would, because I'd be like, yo, look at her style. I don't belong in a tutu. You got to be really long and skinny to be in a tutu. No, no. Plus, your fashion is dope. Your fashion is dope. You know. So, I mean, I could just see some real talk in fashion. You know. So, like, yes, I mean, don't, yes. don't, don't stop there. You know. Get, get that clothing out there. Um, so, you know, we like to end the show. You know, usually I'll wrap it in the word. You know. But being the fact that we got real talk came in the house, right? I mean, because the 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 reality of this is we got listeners from all over the place, but we also have people who are in prison, right? And like, not just the people behind bars, but also the people that I feel, um, I feel like you could be behind bars without being behind bars, you know? Right. You, you know, I like calling it prison break, you mm -hmm. know? And so we wanna set someone free right now. We wanna give them a solution. So if you had three minutes to light this microphone on fire, <laughs> what, would you, what would be your message to the world? Ready and... Joe. 
I want to tell you today the reason the enemy has been after you is because you are strong and not weak. Thieves don't rob empty vaults. The reason that you've been battling, the reason that you feel like you ain't good enough, the reason that you feel like you have, have messed up and been the black sheep of your family is because the enemy don't want you to hear this message today. The message today is you are called, you are pointed, you are chosen for such a time as this. And as long as you've got a pulse, God's got a plan. All you got to do is get up and shimmy yourself out of that depression. Get, shimmy yourself up out of that defeat. Shimmy yourself up out of what they said, shoulda, couldas, and would'ves, and start today. And Joel 2.25 says God's going to give you back everything the devil stole. So I'm prophesying over you today that you're having a, a wake up call. I even see in the spirit, like a little flicker in one of those fireplaces. It's like a pilot light. And the minute you flip that thing on, all of a sudden the fire starts roaring. That's what's happening on the inside of you. You are not a disgrace. You are not a has been. You are not a mockery of your family. Your daddy is not laying in his grave, turning over because of the things you've done today. Our God up in heaven says he has called you. He has chosen you now get your butt up and be a witness for jesus because as long as you ain't dead god ain't done my Amen. god help Woo! me help Let's me help. <laughs> help me come on man you got this thing on fire Fired we're so excited up. real talk kim pastor kim that limitless church in georgia how can they find you where, where can they find you you can find me anywhere on social media at real talk kim at real talk kim the book is Shut, shut hell, hell up. up. You know, but it really is shut the hell up. But we're going to say <laughs> shut hell up. Um, excited about everything God is doing in your life. Excited about being your friend. Excited about possibly seeing you over here in Texas in the near yeah, future. Man. And, uh, oh, man. And now we got you on. Now we're like, hey, she said it. You know, and so uh, <laughs> just excited about uh, the relationship and everything that you're doing for the kingdom of God. We're super excited about it. Thank you for keeping it real. And this is real. You heard it here. This is real. Real talk, Kim. We love you, Kim. Thank you so much love for sharing. You, sis. I love you all. All right. Thank and you that's guys a wrap. So much. That's, that's a, a wrap. wrap. Come on. <laughs>